Welcome back to the Wise Man's Page. It's the daily podcast where we read a page of the Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it in excruciating detail. This is page 547. In fact, now that I thought of it, I'd seen him make that gesture a half a dozen times in the last several days, though never so violently. I had a sudden suspicion. Tempe, what does this mean? I mimicked the brushing away gesture. He nodded. It is this. He scrunched his face up in an exaggerated expression of disgust. My mind went spinning back over the last span of days, thinking of how many times I had seen Tempe fidgeting restlessly while we talked. I reeled at the thought of it. Tempe, I asked, is all of this? I made a gesture to my face, then smiled, frowned, rolled my eyes. Does all this happen with hands in Edemic? He nodded and made a gesture at the same time. That, I pointed at his hand. What is that? He hesitated, then gave a forced, awkward-looking smile. I copied the gesture, splaying my hand slightly and pressing my thumb to the inside of my middle finger. No, he said. Other hand, left. Why? He reached out and thumped on my chest, just left of the breastbone. Tump-tump. Tump-tump. Then he ran a finger down to my left hand. I nodded to show I understood. It was closest to the heart. He held up his right hand and made a fist. This hand is strong. He held up his left. This hand is clever. It made sense. That is why most lutists cord with the left hand and strum with their right. The left hand is more nimble as a rule. I made the gesture with my left hand, fingers splayed. Tempe shook his head. That is this. He quirked half his mouth up into a smirk. The expression seemed so out of place on his face that it was all I could do to keep from gawking. I looked more closely at his hands and adjusted the position of my fingers slightly. He nodded approval. His face was expressionless, but for the first time I understood why. In the hours that followed, I learned that Edemic hand gestures did not actually represent facial expressions. It was nothing so simple as that. For example, a smile can mean you're amused, happy, grateful, or satisfied. You can smile to comfort someone. You can smile because you're content or because you're in love. A grimace or a grin look similar to a smile, but they mean entirely different things. Imagine trying to teach someone how to smile. Imagine trying to describe what different smiles mean and when precisely to use them in conversation. It's harder than learning to walk. That's the page. My name's Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Jordana, there's something on this page I think you'll want to talk about. Hands. <laughs> is it hands? Because <laughs> It is hands. You want to lead us in the hands talk? Well, this is hands in a way that we don't normally talk about hands, actually. like Normally when we mention hands, it's... Oh, well, Quoth is doing a thing with his hands that is not, I guess not not specific, but different. You know what I mean, though, right? It's different. Like here, Quoth is doing something sort of academic with his hands. Whereas normally what he's doing with his hands is like fidgety in a non-academic way. And so this feels different than our normal hands call-outs. Does this not speak to the thematic importance of hands, though, and that perhaps the adem are somehow more connected to, for lack of a better word, hand magic? Like, if Quoth is, let, bear with me here, if hands are thematically very important and tied in with, with magic in some way, or like a deeper understanding of the way the body and the soul exist in Tamarant in order to be in tune with magic, does that... in imply that the Adem are somehow more in tune with the importance of hands? No and reasons. Okay, so 
The way that I see the hands thing is Quoth specific. I think hands are important to Quoth because they are important to his music and that is what connects it to magic. I think the music, the magic, and the hands are all like a package deal for Quoth. But the music and the magic and the hands are also a package deal with the Adem, but the other way. They don't do music, but they, and maybe because of that, that's why they are so careful with their hands Mm, reasonable but i would argue that the same way that like different things inspire different people to make different kinds of art like this is like foth does magic with his hands and music but not everyone does magic with his their hands and music but that's why Quoth is the most special boy. Correct. Yes. Well, he can be most special, but what I'm saying is that it's not like an all-around thing. Therefore, we can't just apply it to all the Adamic people. <laughs> the thing with the left hand being closer to your heart, and therefore the more important one, this reminds me of something that I heard, I think I learned on an episode of Bill Nye the Science Guy, that it originated in ancient Egypt, and it's also why we wear wedding rings on the left hand. And it's the the same idea that there's like a line going from your heart to your ring finger on your left hand. And that's like the the soul line or something like that. I, I'm probably butchering that. But that that's been my understanding since I was a kid about why we wear wedding rings on the left hand. Because heart related. And that uh, Tempe's explanation here reminds me of that. And finally, my last thing, and then I'll shut up and let you guys go is that there is a fan theory that most people in Temerant are left-handed, that the dominant hand is the left rather than the right as it is in the real world. I don't believe it, but I think that it originates on this page here when Quoth says most Lutus use the left hand and storm with their right. The left hand is more nimble as a rule. This may be a quirk of the setting that the left hand is more nimble as a rule, but I don't think that it means the left hand is more dominant. And it also might just be like a quirk of, of musicianship. My understanding is that when you play guitar, you chord with your dominant hand and you strum with your offhand. But I don't think that's a rule necessarily either. And I'm ready to be corrected. Well, I have uh, none of the knowledge available to correct you. Although I did learn guitar once, I remember none of it. (laughs) So you didn't learn it, did you? That's a good point. (laughs) I feel like when our, our mutual friend Matt tried to teach me guitar, I was strumming with my left hand and making the chords with my right hand and my right hand is dominant so i don't know what that means this sequence you guys are are all delving into like thematic importance and uh and, and theories for me the only real thing i want to talk about is that this page and this sequence is doing something it's doing one of the things that makes me love fantasy as a genre where it's presenting me with like a totally original and fascinating concept that is tied to a culture it's like it's like when a when a a a piece of fantasy fiction introduces like a philosophy or uh, a way of understanding the world it's like narmak and jalad at tanagra yeah yeah or it's like it's like when when yoda and ben kenobi explain the force like explain like the philosophy of the jedi it's it's like captivating it feels authentic it feels like thought was put into it and it it feels it feels realistic even though it's not and this is one of those things i feel like it's actually very very hard to do that successfully and rothfuss does it 
a lot and he does it effortlessly seemingly and i know that of course he actually it's not effortless he puts a great deal of effort into his work but like everything about the adem culture feels so lived in and authentic and their their communication is such an important part of that because as he takes pains to point out what they're doing isn't sign language this is how they emote but it's not like something that is like inherent or natural to them it's something they teach themselves and they teach their children how to do because it's tied into like their their cultural attitudes and their philosophy so it's like this whole elaborate sociological construction that Rothfuss has has dreamt up but at the same time, it feels like replicable. It feels like it could be a thing that existed in the real world. And I don't know about you guys, but anytime Quoth describes one of the gestures, I, I am trying to do it along with him. Like when he describes splaying his fingers and putting his thumb sort of on, in the middle of his middle finger, I tried to do that right away. And I think that it's wise of Rothfuss to, to leave a lot of what the gestures are to our imaginations. Because what what the gestures are specifically isn't totally important to the story, and it would be impossible, I think, to to come up with enough variety to have them do all the things that they do in the story. What is important is that we understand that it is like teaching someone like a vocabulary of emotive response, right? It's teaching both how to emote in ADEM. I do the same thing, Jeremy, where where whenever one of the gestures comes up, I do it, and I think a lot about how the language consultant would imagine the language, uh, the gesture language in, in a movie or a show. Mm. The other thing that this makes me think of is, uh, you know, in the real world, when you speak to someone who has broken English, you need to remember that like they are very smart. They know at least two languages and, and it's not easy to do that. And so Tempe, even though I, and I think his, his ademic comrades give him grief and call him simple-minded, or at least not terribly bright, I believe is the actual turn of phrase. He is fluent in in not only the the language that Quoth speaks, a Turin, I guess, but he also understands he can like successfully translate the facial expressions. This reminds me that he maybe this is part of like growing up, maybe these facial expressions are natural and, and that's why he understands them, but he's able to like correctly and right away translate his gestures into the facial expressions that Quoth can understand them. That seems to me like not something that is necessarily easy or intuitive for someone who communicates in Edemic. So like another point in Tempe's favor. To be clear, uh, we, we learn later on in this sequence that it's not that Adem don't make expressions with their faces, but that it is considered like rude, barbaric and childish. Like Quoth asks like, like what about kids? Like, and he goes, no, of course kids like make expressions with their faces because they're kids. They don't know any better. It's not like Tempe had to teach himself what facial expressions mean. He understands what they mean because that's something that all human beings naturally do. The, what the Adam teach themselves to do is to not do that in public because it's rude. And they have this elaborate language of of gesture to politely indicate their their emotions instead. I still think it's impressive that he's in practice enough to be able to translate the expressions to quote. Yeah, well, I mean, frankly, it's just it's difficult to teach somebody a language, especially if you do not have a common language that you're both, you know, fluent in. As we have learned, like Tempe is still s- sort of teaching himself uh, the common 
the common language, right? And Quoth uh, is trying to help him along with that. So I agree with you that it is impressive that given his limited command of the language that they share, he's still doing a good job of teaching Quoth his very complicated language. There's a lot of different concepts in the Adam language to keep track of. And I kind of wonder if that's why they are so mysterious to to the outside world because their language has so many different components that most people would not be familiar with. I think so. I think that there's like so many cultural gaps. I think that's a very good suggestion, Jeremy. Also, what an intense learning it must be to teach yourself to not make facial emotions. And also handy, like once you've mastered that, like imagine being mad at your boss, but you can't actually like be <laughs> mad at them. So instead you like make the hand gesture to be like, yeah, I'm totally all right with this. No worries, man. And, but really I mean, inside how, you, you're full of hatred. Most of us live every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like I have trouble hiding if I'm upset or not. So I think it's like how intense that training must be to not let it show on your face. I mean, I think one other aspect that we might consider is that because now we understand that the Adam are going around kind of stony faced most of the time, that may also have contributed to their reputation as like emotionless, cold blooded killers, because people don't understand that they're signing their emotions plainly for anyone who knows how to read them. Probably. I'm surprised that the that the idea that gestures are facial expressions hasn't become part of their myth in some way. Like Quoth and apparently everyone else just reads them as being fidgety, but like nowhere in in any of the the myths about the ADM did he hear something about the gesture language, right? Yeah, like is Quoth the only person who's ever asked them about it? That can't be true. Yeah, so that seems like a bit of I don't know about an oversight, but like it's sort of a big question mark for me. Like, how come that didn't make it to quote? Here's the thing. I bet that if you went to the university and went to like their linguistics department, there would be masters there who'd be like, Oh yes, well the Adam communicate with uh with you know, a, there's a few different components. For one thing, their language has a has a cadence quality to it that you have to learn, and they also communicate uh, their emotions with a series of gestures. I think that that's something that like academics and learned people of the world probably know. But I think that, you know, because this is like a pre hundred percent literate pre modern society that does not have a robust public education system. Most people are just ignorant about places in the world that they are not uh, going to every day and aren't familiar with. And Adam is about as far away from the Commonwealth as you can get. So I just think that most people are are so ignorant of what Adam culture is that it, it just would never come up. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of ignorant, we have a letter today that's calling out Jeremy's ignorance. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, no, I, I kid, I kid. I actually, I'm jumping the queue because Jeremy committed the sin that this writer writes about today on this very episode. So uh, it is relevant. This is from Amanda who writes tones to pick dear Germany, Nictory and Jordanistance on page 522. You pagers made a big to do of Tempe's washing fixation. In fact, what's referenced in this scene, the Adam think that to be clean is part of civilization on yet again, another page you've managed to evoke my rage. Cadence has to do with rhythm. 
On this page, you are conflating tone with cadence. How frustrating. Can you see what's caused the schism? Tone refers to pitch, high or low. Cadence denotes speed, fast or slow. This could give me paroxysms. I hope that you all have enjoyed my little scream into the void. I mostly wrote to let you know whatever I may tweet at you or silly points I may argue. I humbly thank you for the show. Signed, Amanda. P.S. The second stanza uh, references pages three. uh, Sorry. P.S. The second stanza references pages 538 to 539-ish, but I was too lazy to rhyme. I love getting a letter in verse to address both of your, your, your points. And I mean, I'm not going to remember exactly what I said 30 episodes ago, but on the subject of the Adam washing, I think all I said was that I think it has some kind of cultural significance, whether religious or otherwise. I don't think I made any definitive statement about what I thought it was. And I do recall that later on, we learned that the Adam had this kind of concept of civilization. That's not just them making a distinction between like human culture and a state of nature or whatever. Like they're talking about like Adam culture because they view all other culture as barbarian, right? So when they say civilization, they mean like Adam civilization, because as far as they're concerned, that's the only civilization. I think this author has taken issue, Jeremy, less with the civilization thing and more with your conflating cadence with tone. Yes. Well, I was going to get there. Thank you very You're much. Welcome. Uh, so I, I, could I just want to make it clear that like <laughs> what I was saying is that I think that, the Adam fixation on cleanliness is part of their conception of what culture and civilization is and what sets them apart from other uh, human societies. As regards tone and cadence, I know the difference between the two things. I'm not convinced from what Rothfuss wrote. It's not clear to me which one of those he meant because the way he describes it, it, I found a little bit confusing it sounded like he was talking about tonality, but he uses the word cadence. That's what I, so I, for me, that's a question, not a, a, a statement. And if I made it seem otherwise, I apologize. Well, Jeremy, your apology is worthless unless it is in verse. You must match the, the cadence of the letter writer. Oh my God. It'll be both worthless and verseless because I can't extemporize. I can't believe my eyes. Jeremy, you lose the prize. If you ever accuse me of lies, I'll be prepared to recognize when I crush you between my thighs. <laughs> I got to work on this one. It's not It's not coming together. Listeners, prepare to be crushed between Jeremy's thighs on tomorrow's episode of Page uh, the Wind. Wind.